Divine Connections Magazine. Get major exposure for your business. Is someone looking for your service? Do you need networking? Are you a gospel artist or a ministry? Do you have a major event that you want to promote? Divine Connections Magazine has the solution for you. We can distribute to residents, businesses, churches, and online. Don't miss this opportunity to expand your marketing locally and around the world. Find out more about us at DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. Get your spot in the next issue of Divine Connections Magazine by emailing us for details at DivineConnectionsMagazine at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections. Let's get it started now. Great day, great day, everyone. This is the Lord's Wins with Divine Connections. We are a magazine that comes out on a quarterly basis in print as well as online. And we're spreading the good news with different gospel artists, entrepreneurs, pastors, and great things going on in the community. We do have a special going on right now. If you want to be featured in the magazine, make sure you send me an email so you can catch the special. Special is half page 64, page 110, and that ad runs for three months, okay, in print as well as online. Also, make sure you stay connected with us through social media, uh, which is Divine Connections Marketing on Facebook. Um, follow us on Instagram, which is Divine Connections, just the word Divine Connections in one word. And then also make sure you um, like us or subscribe to us on YouTube, which is The Divine Connections, and that's The D-I-V-I-N-E connection with an S. All right. So make sure you stay connected and click that notification button as well. So today I want to introduce our special, special guest. Works with a lot of young, young um, people as well as adults as well. But Mr. Sean Ingram, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me on. Yes, yes, yes. So tell us uh, who you are and then tell us what you do. So I am Sean Ingram. I'm an author, motivational speaker, and founder of the Sean Ingram Academy. Um, the Sean Ingram Academy is my mission and ministry to engage, um, enlighten, and elevate our at-risk youth from being juvenile delinquents into being productive citizens. Um, so our ultimate goal is really just to keep our kids out of the jail cells and keep them into schools so they can be productive in life and reach their fullest potential. Awesome. So tell us again about your book from... Um Oh my gosh. Well, tell us the name of your book, first of all. So it's From Poverty to Prison to Prosperity. That's actually one of my latest books, my autobiography. Um, and that's what it is. It's just my true life story of what I went through, how I got through, and what I learned from what I was going through to help me get to me where I am now. I'm just right. really just truly how God saved me, how you know he, he broke my yoke, opened my mind, broke me down, built me back up again. And I just pray that you know through my transparency, people will see themselves, it would inspire people, it would help people. And it will also let people know that they're not the only one that's going through some things. You know, my testimony ain't for somebody who ain't never been through nothing. You know, right. mine is a real, you know what I mean, test yeah. Of, of, yeah. Of, of, you know, what, what you're gonna go through in life, the trials and tribulations, them valleys, them dark spots, them dark nights. Um, but the blessing is, you know, it's a, it's a sun that still shines behind the darkest clouds. and. You know, God is truly great, and um, no matter what you're going through, he'll bring you through. Yeah, so give us a little snippet of what you have been through, just so people can get an understanding of kind of like some things that you've been through that God has brought you out of. Um, I'll give you a little bit in a spoken word form. Okay. I said, he shot, but he hit not, but he almost grazed me. Fear closed my eyes, so I ain't even see when God saved me. Heard the voice of an old lady, grandmama or angel, maybe, saying, baby, you're digging your own grave, so I'm praying for you faithfully. 
So I grew up very poor with my grandmother. Um, mad at the world because my, you know, my father wasn't there. He was always in and out of prison. My mom um, wasn't in my life, you know, at younger age, she was on drugs. And so I grew up very angry. So, you know, I, I, I found a lot of that love and that, you know, companionship in the streets and um, being an athlete, you know, going to a school, you know, graduating in 1995 and you would think racism wasn't as pertinent, but, you know, it was always Sean, run harder, jump higher, but nobody even told me to take a SAT. Nobody even encouraged me to take a SAT, right? So after I found out how life, you know, truly was when it came to me, you know, just got mad again and went back to what I know. And um, that's when I found myself in federal prison for five years. And um, like you said, during that time, you know, I just asked God, yo, you know, what you want from me, man? I done tried everything. You yeah. know, I try to be good. I try to do it the right way. I try to listen. You know, it just don't seem like it's working for me. And um, just, my grandma always used to talk about how God would talk to you and you would know and all that good stuff. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but just as clear as day, I was in the hole. I'll never forget it. I was actually in solitary confinement. And because when I first got to prison, for some odd reason, right, they lost my paperwork. They couldn't find my paperwork. So I couldn't even go out. <laughs> In regular population and that's when god really started doing his work with me i said what you want from me and um like i said just as clear as day he said i gave you every gift and talent that you ever needed but you never did it for me do it for me and i was like what you mean what you did you know he was like tell him how i saved you and i was like how you saved me i'm sitting here in prison you know what i mean looking at five years like which could have been 10 but you know so i was like you know, and that's when I just made my deal with God, honestly. I said, all right, God, well, I'm going to trust you. I ain't got nothing else to lose. My mom had just passed right before. And, um, I, you know, I just I just said, all right, I'll, I'm all in, right? And I'm all yeah. in. And, I, you know, I, I do know I've been blessed, uh, beyond blessed with gifts and talents and visions. And a lot of people never believed in me. And it was hard for me to believe in me growing up, you know, growing up in I'm from Wilson, North Carolina. So actually outside of Wilson, Stantonsburg in a little country town. So you're talking about being on TV or you talking, you know, you're talking crazy, right? Um, yeah. So where I'm from, people don't believe in dreams, but God showed me my dream at seven to eight years old. And so wow. when you hear them stories, but nobody, I had nobody around me to help invest in that, right? right. Grandma right. just loved me. She was just gonna love you, like, all right, whatever, whatever you say, all right, cool. But she, you know what I mean? She couldn't help me or guide me or give me information to how to fulfill these dreams. Um, so, you know, just just trusting, 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 believing, believing, believing in God when I need to believe in myself um, has helped me get me to where I am now. For sure, for sure that. I want to play a little video. I'm not sure if the music is going to play, but I do want them to see um, a little bit of um, what you do, okay? All right. And if the music don't play, I'll commentate it. <laughs> oh, there, you, there you go. There you go. Right we there. always going to be on time. We're going to be all right. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Yeah, commentate it. <laughs> so, like I said, I am an author, motivational speaker. You know, one of the greatest blessings is to be able to travel and meet so many people. You know, I tell people even in business, one of the things about business that I've learned, everything is about building and retaining relationships. You know, people are always thinking about money, but I'm always thinking about putting myself in position. Um, so this video shows you just a little bit of me speaking at diversion programs, speaking at, um, you know, I had a chance to actually open up for Dougie Fresh. 
Um, so, you know, and like I said, from where I come from, it's just truly, truly amazing to open up for greats like Rakim or, you know, so, but not only to open up and perform for them, but to actually sit down and have conversations with them and ask them to say, hey, you know, how do you get to where you are and what should I expect on this journey? And one thing I had to learn in life, um, you know, is that there's a difference between being a performer and being a leader, right? There's a difference right. between being an entrepreneur and a businessman and a leader. So, I, you know, God has called me to be in leadership and I wasn't ready for that one. That's a whole, you know what I mean, different training in its own. So, you know, just getting that spiritual advice from spiritual counselors and advisors around me, because I get weak, I get tired, you know, like I guess, you know, social media make everybody look like they doing real good, but Sean don't, Sean be getting weary. <laughs> so, and like I said before, you know, but I pray my transparency um, helps people, right? Cause I'll be like, well, maybe this, maybe this conversation ain't for everybody. I, I ain't the one that's doing good all the time. You know, I'm the right. one that got a, a, a cross the bear uh, most days. So, but like you said, it might be the glory that I'm learning now, you know, I, I, okay. Okay, the, wait. got the video. Hold on. Sean speak. I've known the young man for about 
20 years, and every single time to hear him talk about his struggle, to talk about his success, to give up himself so much to young people, it's truly remarkable. I'm blessed to be a part of the process. You, that's the motivation to speak Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So if somebody was interested in the um, Sean Ingram's Academy, how would they mm -hmm. go about doing that? What do you do? Like, you know, how they can, how could they be a part? Um, you just go to the website. It's the Sean Ingram Academy org. O -R -G, the Sean Ingram Academy org. Um, up, up there, you know, we have opportunities for support um, as far as fundraising. We're always looking for fundraisers. Um, and I tell people, you know, honestly, for me, um, that's why I have a kiosk over here at Crabtree Valley Mall where I'm at right now. I actually, um, you know, sell yeah. my books, my shirts and things of that sort. But we I mean, honestly, I just ask everybody for one dollar. I believe in collective economics. I tell everybody, like, I believe asking um a million for one and not one for a million you know what i mean i especially with our, our our black community i think it's just time that we just got to come together and support each other you know just you know support our support our own and, and, and elevate our own communities and our youth you know so many right. times we quit to talk about the youth but then as soon as the youth do ask for help or need help you know we ain't even there to show up so of course they call us hypocrites and they mad and they don't want to you know rock with us in a sense you yeah. know no trust me i sit out here all day and i know at least uh you know thousands of you know my people walk by me and won't even donate one dollar you know and that's one of the things i said i have to do as a leader also just start being more vocal about you know the understanding that why our generational gap is becoming more and more and more distant you know is and it really is it's communication issues it's um support issues it's you know and i i do think you know as elders are starting to look very hypocritical to youth when we keep talking at them but we're not conversating with them you know that's a big difference you know i did a speech one time i said you know we talk to talk about are we speaking the right language and um a lot of times i don't think we talk in the right language right and uh, we all know you know we can say one thing but what we show right you know is something totally different right uh, yeah so uh but yeah just go to the sean ingram academy.org and like i said we definitely appreciate you know any type of support whether you want to volunteer but i'm always looking for people to to speak to our youth and you know it's just not about what sean ingram say i'm a father too so it's just like my own 15 year old daughter i could tell her the sky blue and she'll never believe it then i can get my friend to come over he say the sky blue and she had like just a new revelation to her right so I understand that sometimes it's not about, you know, me reaching every child. It's just about putting them in the right um, environment and, and connecting them to as many people. Because at some point you get it right. And I was just telling the lady earlier, I was the same way for 22 years. I didn't get it for 22 years. And but um, when I was in prison, it honestly it was like overnight a bright light came and said, OK, God, I get it. 
right? Yeah. And every conversation that people had with me from childhood, especially, you know what I mean, in the community, in the church, wherever, all them good things that they were saying started just playing back in my head. And it just started making sense to me, you know? So, and that's what a guy was telling me one time. He said, you know, our job is to sow the seeds. We might all know, always see the reap or the harvest, right? We might not see the, uh, and we might not even get a chance to eat the fruit that come off the tree, right? But our job is to sow the seed. Then somebody else's job might be the water. Somebody else's job might be, you know, whatever the case may be. So um, that's what the, the goal is. Now, that's why for me, it is about engaging, enlightening, and elevating. Um, right. and, and really, it's their mindset because I reach kids to a point where they won't listen to nobody. But if I work with them and I can get them to least be willing to listen then when you come around mr lords you might can put some into them you know what i mean so i might then open up their mind i might just you know what i mean broke their heart open a little bit so they could be receptive of people um you know i'm always arguing with teachers in schools about that too sometime about progress i was like no y'all want them to go to a to z overnight sometimes it takes you know what i mean that right. a to a and a half is a blessing That's right. <laughs> you know? That's right. like, so we got we got to keep pushing that blessing and then when they get to b then we can keep pushing them you know but at least we're in a forward progress so that's what that's what my role um honestly is because like i said i work with you know all type of youth um disadvantaged youth at-risk youth youth and um, gangs um and it is a truly a blessing to be at a level where kids respect you and we'll conversate with you. You know, my program is, is more one-on-one. -on -one. You know, I work yeah. directly with the school. I work directly with the court, um, you know, pertaining to kids. Um, uh -huh. If the kid is in trouble, you know, I intervene in that aspect. Um, sometimes kids call me, um, they might have mental health issues and want to commit suicide. So it's a blessing that they feel free enough to give me a call and tell me what's going on. Sometimes I get kids just to call me and cuss, right? Cuss me out because they spazzing out. And I sit right there and listen, like no doubt. I still love you, though. It's all good, right? But um, it's just being being that um, accountability coach, but just being there. You know, I think a lot of our kids aren't used to people really being there anymore. That's that's an unfortunate thing. They're not used to people trusting people and depending on people because, and I was the same way. I'll be honest with you. I didn't, somebody yeah. said, oh, I'm going to do that for you. Like, yeah, whatever. You're going to leave just like everybody else left, you know? Yeah. So. So now just to have somebody that you know that's gonna rock with you through thin and you know thick and thin is a is a true blessing. Right. Yeah, that trust and building a relationship with the young people is phenomenal. Yeah, they're, that's not, they're not always gonna talk to their parents, you know. Most time if they're young, they'll talk amongst each other, maybe, you know. Yeah. You know, people sometimes when I was doing my school programs, like I teach creative writing. And like I said, and normally I would work with the lower 25%, right? In any capacity. And they would put all the technically worst kids in the, in one class with me. And we're talking about creative writing, right? Kids that don't even, can't write or don't even like reading. And they would what? always be amazed how I would make, I would allow them to grow. And I said, no, because my first two days of class, we ain't doing no work. We're just talking to each other. We got to get to know each other. You know, like, you know, so I build a relationship with them and then I can walk around the whole school and be like, hey, we're going to go clean up every trash can at the school. And they'll be like, oh, OK, we got you. Mr. John, right. And like right. for me, like I said, I had a teacher who believed in me before I believed in myself. 
So I, I use that same approach. I tell them I need them to do it for me. Once they, they yeah. say they can do it, then I say, now it's time for you to do it for yourself. You know you can do it. But sometimes we just need somebody to do something for it, even if it right. ain't even for us. Like I would do things for my grandma that I can care less about me, right? So it's just sometimes we just need somebody to, to, to who we know care about us enough so we can care about ourselves. That's right. That's right. And talk a little bit about, I guess, maybe the um, your journey on the being an entrepreneur. And if somebody's interested, whether they're youth or an adult, about, you know, being an entrepreneur and the benefits with that and how your journey. Oh, yeah, Oh, my journey, um, like I said, as a kid, I, I've always been a visionary. So I I started my publishing company when I was 17 years old. Um, okay. And I'll tell you a, a, another. So when I was in the ninth grade, um, you know how the counselors always ask you what you want to be when you grow up. And I told mine I wanted to be a writer because, uh, like I said, since I've been seven to eight, I just knew I had a gift. Um, I didn't understand it at all, but I knew it just had a gift with putting together words in the way you know, I thought, um, I, so I told her I wanted to be a writer because at that time, and this is 19, what, 91 or something like that. I just felt like me and my homeboys, we didn't like to read because we can relate to the material in the book. So I figured right. if I could write book, then we might be more engaged to read. And we know reading is a big part of being an intellectual in education. Um, uh -huh. so this counselor from where I'm from, she told me to reach for something more attainable. Because, like I said, I'm from outside of Wilson. You know, the, our biggest goal, if it weren't for football, it was like, you know, just graduating and getting on that Firestone. Then you made it. Um, yeah. But that really, uh, that, that did something, that did something real serious to me. And uh, yeah. knowing that I had already had a hustler background, I was like, yo, she got, she really got me mixed up with somebody else. Um, so I said it out. My life, my life mission was like I'm going to publish a book. Uh, so when I was 17, 18 years old, I, that's what a, my first business was. I actually self-published my own book, um, and the journey has been amazingly hard. Uh, like you said, because I didn't have a lot of people around me to help um, educate me. So I tell young, younger business people, anybody in business, first of all, like simplify your system. Right. Um, Steve Harvey said it best. We always want to make a million. He said, no, nah, just right. focus on making ten dollars and then That's you just right. keep doing it. Right. If you make one ten, figure out how you made it. Then you just keep doing That's that right. that a hundred thousand times. And that's your one million. Right. right? So I'm, just, I'm actually doing a seminar next week, um, you know, building your business from broke. You know, people always talk about because, you know, in our community, people you say, OK, I want to start this company. It was like, well, you ain't got no money. You don't, you know, you're like, you don't need no money. Like, you just need to understand you have the vision. Then uh -huh. you put the number on the paper, what you need. Then you figure out, OK, who do I know? What do I need to do to get this money? Let's say right. church. Right. You got let's say you got 50 people in your church. And some I am. I'm all about being a methodical thinker. Um, I'm all about numbers. Right. Let's say you got 50 people in your church and your goal is 500, right? Uh -huh. To start your business, to buy your product. And like I said, don't go out there and outfit it and, and you know, buy a million dollars worth of stuff. No, you buy enough right. so 10 people can buy it. And then you can go back, you can re-up or, you know, get your supplies. So you just go ask right. 10, 50 people in your church for what? $10. Just say, hey, will you mind supporting my business? Will you mind pre-ordering? I'm starting a business. I need your support. You take that 500, go buy 200 in product, right? <laughs> you right. go buy $40 in business cards, 
that's your startup. <laughs> then you still right, got an extra right. two hundred left over. You sell that, then you take that money that you 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 profited. A lot of times we just impatient. Um, you know, to build it day by day, dollar for dollar. You know, I've people at, look at me right now and think, you know, wow, you know, you've accomplished so much, and which I have, I've been blessed, right? But they don't understand right. it's been over 25 years. <laughs> like there's been a 25 year journey. Um, and one of my because one of my goals was not only just to make money, but to own myself, right? So I own every book, I own all my publishing, I own right every design, I own everything. Um I taught myself how to do graphics. I taught myself how to do video um, because I wanted just not money. I wanted generational wealth. I wanted to put my daughter's daughter's daughters in a position to say, yo, my granddaddy put in the work. Now this name, Sean Ingram, like Ralph Lauren, I'm going to live off of it, right? Versace, yeah. grandkids, grandkids is going to live off. So it's about, well, first, let me definitely say that. Understand what you're doing. Are you building a business or are you building a kingdom? Right. There's a difference. If you want to build a business, if you want to just make some money, you know, quick hustle, whatever it is, that's one thing. But if you're trying to build an empire that's going to that's going to like me, I needed to change my family name from being negative to positive. I needed to change. Like I wanted to create a brand um, that, like I said, it's going to take care of generations to come. So when I'm in business meetings, when I'm, you know, my daily moves, I'm thinking about that. Like what people seeing right now, I thought about this. 10 years ago, right? I started putting in place 10 years ago. And so my conversations today is for 25 years later, right? Okay. Like I, I'm working now. I tell people like, I'm on my 20 year countdown. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, mm, it's over. It's like, it's over in 20 years. And it ain't about working. It's about building it. So to make sure that it sustains for the rest of my, like you said, my grandkids, grandkids life. Right, right. So just whatever you like, you know, and really outline it. To the, I mean, because honestly, like I said, everything is about building and retaining relationships. You can sell anything. I've, you know, I've been blessed to travel. I've seen people selling popsicle sticks and building little houses. I've seen people selling, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some, some of the craziest stuff in the world. But yeah. they put their system together. Uh, that's another thing I want to say, too, is about systems, right? That's, Making that's money right. Is, is one thing, but creating a system is, is what retains and... Um, continue to make money, you know, that, that sustainable money in a sense. Um, so make sure you create a system that, like I said, it's just going to generate and don't, you know, it's, it's not about the number. It's about, like you said, how many times that system could generate another $5, right. $5, $5, $5. And then when you look up and like you said, keeping your overhead very low, your income, right? Making sure that a lot of people just ain't into your pocket, making sure that you ain't spending money, Cause one time I looked at my business and I, I wasted more money than I was making or needed to make, right? Just by because I thought that's just the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to get, um, you know, that company Centus, they bring like paper towels and they set okay. stuff up. I was like, man, I can go to Sam's Club and get my own paper towels, like, cause you think you're supposed to be business, right? Like we get yeah, we yeah. get put in a position that we supposed to be business. Like if you don't got marble floors, people ain't gonna support you. And then, and it's a cultural thing, right? Yeah. But we'll go to, you know, we'll go to another establishment that might be in a warehouse that ain't even got floors, that ain't got no paint on the wall, and we'll yeah. buy three hundred dollars jeans from them because they're considered antique, right? So we gotta, right. we just gotta take those barriers 
off of us and say, hey, look, I'm just providing good quality service. You know, either you want it or you don't. Uh, me and right. a friend of mine over here was talking uh, the other day, don't sell yourself cheap either. Um, That's right. You know, a lot of people would try to hustle you, but they don't understand they're hustling your gifts and talents. They're hustling your thoughts and your ideas. Like, you know, I had a man ask me, could he get a $25 hoodie for $20? And I said, no, sir. He looked at me like I was crazy, right? Well, he go over to Macy's and ask them for a discount, right? Okay. So I'm not going to allow myself to be disrespected. And it, and it, it ain't, like you said, it ain't even about the money for me. It's just about the principle of the matter. Right. It's about the, the disrespect to say, oh, so you'd rather go pay for something than to support me, right? So, it, you right. know, just... Make sure whatever you stand on, you stand on. Because at the end of the day, your money might not come as fast. But trust and believe you're building a brand and you're building respect. And respect will make you more money in the long run than, you know, just, okay, yes. and Because you feel dependent upon the people. Um, but that's not what true support is. You know, true support is, you know, if I go to Chick-fil-A, you know, I always talk about Chick-fil-A because I love their model. Um, yeah, look at different yeah. models. Um, look at you know. Look at different models that you can learn from. I don't care. Right. We I I've traveled this country in my truck, right? I love. I don't like flying. Um, I like to be able to drive. I like being mobile. And I traveled this country in my truck. Um, my truck got over three hundred and twenty thousand miles on it right now. And yeah. I don't care where I've been in this world. Chick fil A is Chick fil A. Everybody got the same mannerisms. Everybody the order the food gonna taste the same. They ain't got but eight items on their menu right they're gonna ask you what you want it's either gonna be chicken on a on a bun it's gonna be chicken on a salad it's gonna be but it's gonna be the same piece of chicken so don't feel like you have to do everything or, or supply everything be good at what you do whatever it is that you do just be good at it and um you know and let like i said build them relationships and let it and just let it build Awesome, awesome. All right, share with us some contact information if someone is interested either in donating to the academy or getting, you know, information um, to you or you getting information to them about the academy. If a young person want to talk to you, what's your contact information or how how uh, can people contact you? So actually, my so my email is the word email e m a i l at seaningram.info. Um, and that's the website. You want to go to that website? It's www.seaningram. That's S-E-A-N-I-N-G-R-A-M. dot info. Um, then we also have the Sean Ingram Academy. org. That's O-R-G. The Sean Ingram Academy. Um, if you want to donate? Definitely appreciate it. Cash App um, is just simply the dollar sign. The Sean Ingram Academy. Um, like I said, that's S-E-A-N-I-N-G-R-A-M Academy. The Sean Ingram Academy. Um, or just text me. I mean, you know, I got a direct text phone. Um, so you can text me directly at 919-649-9815. Um, you know, and I'm a real person. You know, people people hit me up all the time. So, oh, man, I ain't even expect you to answer. I didn't expect you to respond. Like, yeah. no, nah, like, I'm, no, nah, I'm, you know, I'm not a fictional character. I'm like, I'm really out here, like you said, just trying to build relationships, yeah. meet people. Um I've learned in my time that I love conversations because people come to me for stuff, but I always get something from them as much as they, yeah. you know, more than they get from me. Um, yeah. I'll tell people straight up, you know, I conversate with everybody, but I only hold conversations with a selective few. And that's based off their conversation. I'll be honest with you on that. Um, right. And like I said, I've just learned to um, 
I learned to understand time and energy, you know, mm -hmm. but everybody got a first shot, right? Everybody get an open door to say, hey, let me see what you're talking about. Or like you said, you know, because it's I, I'm always looking for the synergy and the mutual um, benefits of how we can actually build. Right. Awesome. And you're at Crabtree Mall. So tell us, what are you doing out there? So over here at Crabtree Mall, matter of fact, let me see if I can take y'all. Yeah, I'm at Crabtree Valley Mall at, in Raleigh. Uh, I'm going to get up. Let me see if y'all can see this. So behind me, like, this is one of my this is one of my hoodies. Hold on. I ain't never been like a weather person, so I got to figure this thing out right fast. Okay, so this is one of my hoodies. Uh, this says, the devil is a liar. God is the truth, and I am the proof. Um, so we got just different shirts. Um, these are my different books down here. Um, you see, I have six books that's in major stores. Um, but like I said, I'm all about ownership. Um, so yeah. even though they're in major stores, I always wanted to own myself. Um, as you see over here, we just got, um, like you said, it's just a very, very inspirational booth. You know, so yeah. between my books, my shirts, and things of that sort, this is how I fund myself. Um, and like I said, when I first got on, and this is no disrespect to anybody, um, but I learned real fast because I have Vine is a nonprofit. And I learned real fast that people treat you. Let me see, I want to make sure I say this the, the right way. People will treat you how they feel about you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of people don't support me because I'm Sean Ingram. They don't support the Sean Ingram Academy because I'm Sean Ingram. Good for good and bad. Right. So a lot of times, even with grantors, right? People always talk about writing grants, but grants is relationships too. You have good yeah. relationships and you have you have bad relationships, you know. Um, and I know everybody don't mean well for me. I'll just be honest with you because it's sometimes, you know, well, a lot of what I do goes against the system of, of destroying systematic slavery, destroying the school, the prison pipeline, destroying a lot of the things that they put in place yeah. um, for benefit. So um, I found myself where a lot of people don't support me, you know, ironically. So now they mad at me because I put myself in a position to support myself and my youth and my programs and they still mad. So it's, it, you know, it's just one of them things, but make sure that when you building, whatever you're building, you're building it depending upon you, your thoughts, your gifts and God at yeah. the end of the day. Uh, so no matter what happens, no matter who decides they want to pull a grant, nobody, you know, because people get in their personal feelings in an office. Right. And I tell, you know, I tell my kids like that all the time. Be honest with you. I've been in the streets my whole life. Uh, one thing I respected about the streets and I still do respect about the streets is when I know somebody mad at me, I know they're yeah. mad at me. The guy that put a gun in my head, he looked me dead in my eyes when he put a gun in my hand. But in this business world, people people do it with a pen and you never see them. They do it with an email and you never see the people that's trying to block your blessings. So, but just make sure you put yourself in a position that um, you in control, you in, you know, you in demand of, you know, what your, your, your end goal and your vision is. So that's, and, but like I said, now that's, that's not, that's, that's going to happen overnight. A lot of people look at it, but they don't understand that I was setting this up 25 plus years ago. I didn't right. know much, but I knew from day one, I wanted to own myself because I, I watched documentaries. I listened to people. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that no matter what, you know, and, and like I said, no disrespect to investors, no disrespect. to, But I just seen so many people lose stuff because 
they wasn't in control. They wasn't in creative control and they wasn't in financial control. Um, so I'd rather go to a pawn shop. That's what my building your business from broke is. Like I said, if you need $500, go in your garage and see what you don't, you ain't using, what you don't need. Take it to the pawn shop, get you 250 and flip that 250 right? There's so right. many different ways that you can scramble up startup money and, um, and keep building it yourself. But a lot of people just don't want to put in the time and the energy and the sweat equity that it takes to be successful. A lot of people want to talk success, but they don't want to be successful. Success is a, that's, you know, that's the journey. That's the, that's the process. That's the struggle. Right. So I tell people, you know, to be successful, you got to persevere your process and survive your struggle to actually be successful. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us about the workshop that's coming up. Give us details about that. Build your, yeah, so that actually, so actually, look at the date because it'll probably be um, um, the next Sunday because um, I forgot. You know, like I said, I'm human. Um, I had originally set it for February seventh <laughs> at seven o'clock. Totally forgetting that Super Bowl. So I don't have, I don't know how many. Yeah, go, Sean, come on, man, you're killing me, man. Super Bowl, right? That's like, yeah, you're right. So I'll probably do it the following Sunday, but uh, definitely okay. go to my Facebook page. But yeah, when, when you go to my website, SeanIngram.info, you're just going to mm -hmm. see a Google Meet link. And it's just simply clicking on that Google Meet link. Um, you know, I, it, it's, for me, and um, going forward, um, it's not about charging people. It's not about consultations anymore. I mean, I gotta, I'll be honest with you. I know half the people that I say stuff to, they ain't even got the, you know, the personal fortitude to really go get it, you know, so it, I ain't going to charge with somebody that I already know something that they ain't going to do. But for those who do, um, yeah, I'm just giving the game like somebody gave it to me. You know, I've been blessed, like I said, to be in conversations. Um, I'm a member of the city club, which is kind of like a, uh, you know, it's, what you call one of them things like, a, um, you know, it's, uh, like, a, yeah, like, yeah. So, it's you know, like I've had conversations with people in the elevator that gave me something in 20 seconds that really changed the trajectory of my future. Right. So and I said, you know what, that's what real leadership, that's what power is. Right. So yeah. I wanted to be in, in a position of power. Um, but it, but like I tell people, don't be late. Don't you know, because I'm, I'm on my time now. So I'm right. telling you, when I start at seven o'clock, I'm going to say what I got to say. Then I'm, I'm getting off. Um, because I think that's one of the things we got to train our people and our youth too. You know, we always yeah. say we want stuff. Just like, you know, with you, Mr. Lawrence, you telling me, you know, what time you want to be to be on. I can't be on my time, you know what I mean? Asking mm -hmm. for your help, right? That don't even make sense. So a lot of times we have a mindset in the community that, oh, I just, it's all good. I go, I get up there 10, 15 minutes later or whatever. Right, like, right. no, you got to come expecting something. And it's, that's not only me. Like I said, I'm, I'm calling friends to say, hey, you know, tell us one of your stories that you had to, right. you know what I mean? Like you said, you had to dig. You you was looking at the bills on Friday and say, yo, I'm I'm at zero now. I got to get to 400. You know, what can I do? Like, so it's just those stories, right? Because you ain't got a time to write a grant. You ain't got time, you know, like, what did you do to survive? And that's what it's all about, surviving. Um, I was telling a friend the other day, and this goes to business too. No business has seasons, right? Mm. There is a time to build right there's a time to be creative there's a time to make money but then there's a right. time to survive right like i think a lot of people right now i know for myself i'm in a survival season season mm -hmm. i ain't even thinking about no profit i'm just thinking like oh sean how do we survive until may or whenever you know the world gets back i as a motivational yeah. speaker i haven't even been on the stage since march right 
and yeah. that's a the, you know 80 90 percent of my income um so it ain't about you know making money for me right now so you have to change your mindset to fit into these modes um, yeah. and i was just, like i said i was just telling a friend there earlier i said no man it ain't about making money right now it's about surviving bro you just gotta survive um mm -hmm. so that's what we focus on you know just like you said but that's where the whole conversation is um building it from broken and, and you know hoping just it's a conversation like i said it's just a conversation each one teach one uh we learning yeah. from each other um uh, like i said i'm hoping to I'm, like I'm, I'm hosting it but i'm hoping to learn some great stuff um from some other people that you know that's gone through some things and challenges that i haven't been through so yeah. that's what it's all about and like i said it's totally free all you got to do is come on and click in and be expecting something <laughs> Okay, and that website again is SeanIngram.com, is it? No, dot info, I-N-F-O, oh, Sean Ingram, that's S-E-A-N-I-N-G-R-A-M dot info, I-N-F-O. All right, awesome. Yeah. Anything else you want to share with us? We're going we're gonna to end with um, encouraging words, but anything else you want to share that you um, have to share? Um, well, let me just encourage. I want to end with a um, encouraging spoken word. I hope. I hope. Yeah, sure. So I'll say it like this: I beat on my own chest just to keep myself alive, while drumming up my own courage just so I can survive this world that I'm living in. Is trying to trap my dreams in a box so small that even Tweety Bird can't sit in. I mean, how can I get in when they won't let me fit in? All I know to do now is kick down the door and run in. No black mask, only my black face. Not even a gun, only hunger under the buckle of my waist. You know, some say I'm a disgrace, truly your dream deferred. Not understanding my spoken word is Solomon Proverbs. How prolific from when they say when an amount is now I'm worth more than can imagine just giving my gift. Well, see, I live to lift my desires to inspire. Now my only goal in life is to shatter the glass ceiling to keep my thoughts from going higher for I am sire. I'm the king of my kingdom and emperor of my empire. I'm the modern day Martin and the Malcolm without the glasses who they try to X out when I X out my doubt and then really started living that life that Jesus is all about. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time and energy and your wisdom and what you're doing with the youth because you definitely are making a difference because our young people, as well as old people, but definitely our young people need some guidance. You know, a lot of them may not have fathers, um, you know, and mothers or both. And, you know, people are trying to survive and live and then adults are dealing with their own issues and so it's a lot it's a lot going mm -hmm. on um this pandemic of course allows people to stay home and kind of sit down and face some things maybe you hadn't faced before or deal with some things you hadn't dealt with before um so we're thankful for individuals like yourself that's out there uh, being a blessing to our youth thank you thank you you're so thank welcome you. and like i said all i ask everybody if you see in this all I'm asking you for $1 donation. Trust me, I believe in collective yeah. economics. I ain't asking you to go in the streets with me. I ain't asking you to go in the trenches. I'm just asking for your support to help me help our youth. That's it. All right. Give us your cash app again, how people can do that. It's the, it's the dollar sign, the Sean Ingram Academy. And that's S-E-A-N-I-N-G-R-A-M. The Sean Ingram Academy. All right, you guys, uh, I'm going to do it. And I hope you are too. Please like and share this video. You never know, you know who it's going to bless. And um, I will highly um, recommend you connecting with Mr. Sean. He has a, a lot of wisdom and just a lot of things that he's been through the life that can be a blessing and a testimony to you as well. So thank you, Sean, again, for thank being you. on. Thank you for having me. 
Oh yeah, and you guys, um, and next time when I come to Durham, I'm gonna have to come down there because I'm from Durham. Yeah, so come check us out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come to Raleigh to come to Crafty to see. You know, where exactly are you in the mall? So we're on the bottom floor. I'm like literally, I'm in the center of the mall, like literally okay. in the center between Macy's and um Belt. So I'm in the center on the bottom floor. Yep. So yeah, if you're at Crabtree, I don't care if you don't even donate, just come through and say what's up. You know, um, I pre like I said, you know, one of the greatest blessings being here is honestly is the conversations that I have. And oh, yeah. um, like you said, people pouring into me as well, me pouring into people. So it's just a true blessing. Um, to uh -huh. be out here and people minute i mean i've had so many people just to pray with me right and yeah. pray for me um so like i said on the on the journey of leadership when it gets so hard and discouraging and tiring um to be in a position that god sent people to pick you up i mean in a public mall to say hey brother yeah. i just want to lay hands on you and pray for you so it's uh -huh. definitely been a blessing to me um you know personally i suffer from manic depression and and anxiety and a lot of different things, you know, and um, so it's just a real, it's, you know, it's outside of the financial blessing, it's definitely been just a personal blessing, and it really allows me to believe even even more in God and His mission yeah. and ministry for me. And he, you know, He always told me, "I'm gonna send my help. I'm gonna send my help." You know, you just keep going forward. You just doing. It. I tell people all the time, God missioned Noah to build the ark. He missioned me to build the Sean Ingram Academy. And of course, I can't do it on my own. Um, so right. he does. He's been the helpmates, right? So, you know, it is. It's just a. It's a true blessing, you know. So, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we're definitely um, grateful and appreciative of things that you do in the community. Um, just be encouraged. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep making it happen. Again, if you are listening to this broadcast, I encourage you to give. That I mean, it's just a blessing. You never know how far your seed will go. Um, and I know I'm going to do it today. So I encourage you, if you're hearing this and you're listening to this video, um, just be a blessing, you know, let the Lord use you. Go ahead and tell you. That's the, latest, yeah, that's the latest book from poverty to prison to prosperity. So that's the oh, actual wow. autobiography right there. Like I said, it's available worldwide. Just Google Sean Ingram books and you will see any, any books or anything. So thank uh, you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much. You have an awesome, phenomenal day and keep making it happen. Thank you again. All right. This is Good. John God bless. You, you too. This is John Ingram, and this is Dolores Williams with Divine Connections. Make sure you stay connected to the number one Divine Connected, which is Jesus Christ. You all have a phenomenal day. Hold on, Sean. <laughs>